0: joined today by Rivers Pierce, the Director of Digital Strategy for Boomtown, an online real estate lead generation platform based in Charleston, South Carolina. Rivers and his team are tasked with generating website traffic and leads for Boomtown's 600-plus client base via pay-per-click and inbound marketing. He's passionate about helping clients navigate the ever-changing landscape of online marketing so that they can focus on what they do best helping customers navigate the ever-changing world of real estate. Rivers joins us today to discuss Boomtown and help us understand the features of this platform that have given it such incredible popularity with real estate agents. Let's welcome Rivers to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris.
1: Thank you, Mr. Ventura. <laughs> hey, Rivers, we hear your phone in the background, but welcome <laughs> to today's <laughs> Welcome to today's radio show. That was your cell phone.
2: No, that was my office phone.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, if that's your cell phone, that's alarming. Well, welcome to today's radio show. I really appreciate you being my co-host. I'm really looking forward to uh, – actually, you know, it's funny. Tim and I were talking before the show. Normally, people ask to be interviewed, but you, your company, and probably three or four other companies, I asked him to seek out interviews with because Boomtown is one of those companies that I would say a vast majority of our top producing uh, coaching clients – Um, So it's something a lot of people are very passionate about, and I really appreciate you setting aside some time today to be my co-host.
2: I appreciate you uh, having me on. I'm really excited to to be chatting with you today, and I I appreciate the opportunity.
1: So for those who are not uh, really knowledgeable about Boomtown, let them know what it does. Mm -hmm. Kind of give them the the elevator pitch on basically what the service provides.
2: Sure. Um, You know, we're basically uh, an end-to-end real estate platform. So what is that? Um, it's kind of a three-part process. I like to to say um, I would say step two would be our website, which is a WordPress-based um, website. It's fully responsive down to uh, mobile devices, um, and then the back end is a, is a CRM and, and sales and marketing platform that basically is very tightly integrated with the website, so we have a lot of behavioral uh, algorithms on the backside that drive a lot of the toolset that we provide to um, our clients, you know, the real estate professionals and mortgage professionals that allow them to, you know, interact and and market to their leads uh, in a very efficient, uh, effective way. Um, and I would say my part of the business would be step one, which is finding traffic, finding qualified people, bringing them into the client's websites, and then uh, turning them into leads. Uh, and then we kind of let our what we call success management team uh, take over and work with the agents for, from that point on and taking the lead all the way through to the closing or, you know, whatever that transaction may be. So, um, you know, we are an into to end platform um, and and provide you know uh, uh, the one thing I did did notice you guys said we had six hundred clients we have about eleven hundred clients now so um, on any given day we've got about eighteen to twenty thousand agents using our platform across uh, the U S and Canada
1: so let's here's what I heard you say I think I heard uh, you correctly first of all you guys use the basically most up to date. Uh, consumer friendly websites you know um, and then you create these websites for your subscribers your agents yep and then you got you guys essentially um, you manage you help to promote and generate leads into that website uh, for that agent is that correct so far you,
2: you got it you got it
1: and, then, and that's your personal area of expertise, which is perfect. And then after that, you guys probably also have, well, I know you do, a, a very robust uh, lead follow-up platform. Essentially, it's not just generating the lead. You then help cultivate that lead and hopefully becoming a closable transaction. That is, is that pretty you, much it? You got it. You get everything from – once the lead is in the door, you get kind of your
2: standard listing property alert emails. We have a, a drip functionality in the, in the platform as well. Uh, We have Craigslist postings, so you can post Craigslist through the platform. Uh, We have another product called Best Fit Leads that will basically you put in some criteria or you put in an address and it's going to comb through the database and surface those leads that would be a best fit for that property and then you could call or email and uh, we're layering in a text functionality that will allow you to, to, you know, contact and market to those uh, leads as well. Um, And we also have something called the Opportunity Wall, which is a behaviorally driven, um, algorithmically driven, real-time list. It's kind of like a Facebook wall. It's like a real-time list of leads that uh, would be the best opportunity at that time for an agent to call. So if you think about, you know, if you've got 10, 15 minutes of downtime, who do you call when you've got 5,000 people in your database? The Opportunity Wall is there. Uh, you can access it from your mobile. You can access access it from a desktop to say, all right, hey, you know what? This person's on the site right now. The third time this week, I'm going to give them a call. Uh, so we, we try to to give the the agent the most – a very robust tool set to help them not only take a new lead through to a closing, but also interact with everything in between.
1: So Boomtown uh, is yeah, – just the last bit's pretty cool, so it's worth mentioning, I think, again. Uh, I'm I'm translating this for agents that aren't technologically geared – uh, so okay. the bottom line is, like, the, well, we have 50,000 listeners, and let's be realistic. We have probably about maybe 5,000 that are 100% keeping up with what you're saying. You know, But yeah, it's, okay. it's, important. It's, it's important that they get this. So absolutely. the last bit was pretty cool. I really like what you just said. So in essence, what you're saying is you guys will monitor the people that are in the agents' lists and then if uh, you guys see, you know, your systems see that those potential clients are logging in, reading, you know, opening emails based on their behavior, it indicates hypothetically whether, you know, their level of interest. And then you then will uh, tell that agent, hey, these uh, particular leads in your list are probably getting hot and you need to call them. That's, inc- that's yes. what you're, when you're describing, that's, that's pretty cool. Well, let's, let's, yeah. let's start at the very beginning. Um, Okay. What is working you, – you, your area of expertise, I think I heard you say, Rivers, is essentially helping to generate that online lead. I know there's a lot yeah. of alchemy and witchcraft with that nowadays because <laughs> you know, one, uh, one idea comes up, and then it doesn't take any more like a month for it to become oversaturated <laughs> like Facebook ads and things. Right. I mean, I'm sure you experience sure. that constantly. So what sure. is yep. working for you guys to generate leads for your subscribers? Sure, Um, you know, and without giving
2: away too much of the secret sauce, the bottom line is is um, paid search, you know, especially AdWords uh, through Google is just a constant. uh, I I look at it like this: Uh, Facebook, the two big drivers, Facebook and and Google AdWords right now would be the ones for paid lead generation, the one where you're putting budget in, you're getting direct lead generation out of it. Um, AdWords always works well because you're capturing demand. So somebody's going to Google, they're typing in homes for sale in XYZ city, and you're putting an ad in front of them. So you're putting out strategic nets, and you're capturing that demand as it comes in the door. And then hopefully they sign up when they get to the website, and they become a lead and buy a house. Um, And the other side would be Facebook. You know, there's a billion people there. You can't ignore it. Um, you've got to be a little bit more strategic with how you're marketing there because you're you're pushing an ad out in front of someone, um, so you're not capturing demand. You're trying to create demand. But the beauty of Facebook is is the multiple layers of targeting and how how granular you can get with who you're going after. You know, so single moms in in Las Vegas that are 35 to 45 with two kids in the house and and read Better Homes and Gardens or something like. You can get down to that level of targeting and hit them with a message that, you know, you're putting something in front of them, but at the same time it should be targeted enough to elicit some sort of response. And then once they get to the website, you're still trying to do the same thing. I mean, the vast majority of people are looking at photos They want to look at property and eventually you you throw a form and try to get them to sign up. Um, But, you know, those are your two most consistent channels, paid search and and Facebook right now. Um, I would say for the vast majority of agents and and brokers out there, that's going to be the bulk of their digital budgets.
1: So, again, without giving away your secret sauce, what is working Mm -hmm. that's not paid? What's working that's not paid? Oh, okay. What's working that's not paid? Sure. you know, Facebook still works very well, even if you're not buying ads
2: or boosting posts. It's just a matter of of being committed to using your business page as a, as a channel and as a networking channel, as a, almost as a, as, a, as a extension of your CRM in a lot of ways. But, you know, the other side is, is um, you know, following all the – without getting into too much SEO, you know, all of the, the Google algorithm changes like Panda and Penguin and this local search uh, pigeon update – The things that are working there are are really strong relevant engaging content um that's what's going to work well on that side on the on the organic side and then kind of using social media as a way to promote that uh that content you're creating or so whether that's uh you know something like this like an interview type thing whether that's video whether that's a blog post whether that's an infographic um whatever that that media is that you're trying to promote um, I would say it's it's not paid marketing, but you are putting in your time and energy, so it's pretty much how you value that. Um, I like to make sure that when you talk about SEO or inbound marketing, organic content marketing, social media marketing, that we're not talking about free. You know, a lot of people associate that associate that with free, and I would argue that 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 is actually the most expensive type of marketing you could be doing because of the amount of time that you have to put into it and the length of time it takes to build organically in this day and age. So. You know, those things definitely work, but you've got to be very committed to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, all those things are true. So uh, your average user, you guys have nearly 20,000 or 20,000 users. Um, Mm -hmm. How much, like, we have listeners, and I'm sure some of them will become your users. What Mm -hmm. would they expect to pay on average? And I I did hear what you – and I'll I'll help you get started here. I'm sure a lot of it depends on how much pay-per-click they want you guys to manage for them, correct? Sure. It does.
2: But, um, you know, we are primarily a product for the small to mid-sized broker or an agent Mm -hmm. team. So a real uh, an agent, a single agent is probably not going to be, I won't say ready for our platform. But, um, you know, we start at fifteen hundred dollars a month. So that's just the platform fee. So, you know, it's it's you get 10 users on the platform for fifteen hundred dollars a month. um, So that's usually out of the single agent's uh, budget um so we we're a very good tool for the small to mid sized broker and the agent team and then we can scale up to there when we have clients that have several hundred people on on our platform so um and then after that you know we recommend based on your team size i would say at least a thousand dollars a month in some sort of paid marketing um you know so all in you're probably looking at anywhere from close to thirty thousand dollars a year uh, investment for our platform uh but that may sound like a, a big number on the front side, but the ROI on the other side is can be exponential. So once you commit to the system and build the pipeline and you're getting your sphere in there and, and we can also ingest leads from from all the major portals, it can your pipeline can quickly grow and then the deals, you know, just start flowing at that point.
1: You know, that is interesting what you said, and I do honestly appreciate what you said. This is not something that's for everybody. This is expensive. And agents yes. out there who are going to get, they are getting geeked up listening to what we're talking about. And we haven't even talked about the number of leads yet, because I know the number could be epic depending on your market. Uh, sure. Agents, listen, always lead with revenue. You heard him say it in a, a slightly different way than we do, but lead with revenue. Don't be uh, committing yourself to something like this uh, until you can truly afford it. And it does give you something to look forward to. I mean, after you basically have. Yeah. Figured out how to build your own business, you know, and then you can start affording to uh, buy business. There's nothing wrong with that. Just make sure you're leading with revenue and not going into debt, and not, yeah. you know, uh, obligating yourself to something you're not ready for. Really important agents that you don't make that mistake and don't call these guys or any of the other folks we interview, and you know, not have the money already. So you guys, just like when you're looking to hire your first assistant. Depending on your price range and your average commission, you should have had very consistent, probably three to five transactions per month for at least three months in a row before you can truly feel comfortable financially supporting an assistant. Again, if you're in New York or L.A., it might be different. These guys, when you're taking on an expense like this, it's the same thing. You guys must count your users. Yeah.
2: We do, and we're you know we're committed to helping our clients succeed. You know, I mean that's the bottom line. And we have had a lot of clients that have come in with with two people and committed and grown to a twenty person team in you know eighteen months. Um it's just about following the system and and we have a recommended several recommended ways of using our platform to 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 create business. Um, you know, so it, it's if if you've got a system in place and and if you're if you are open to some coaching and some training, um, it can be, like I said, an exponential return, um, uh, but it is something you need to, to definitely be prepared for. And like you said, with, with an assistant, it's like, we kind of want, it's, it's best for people like that ISA model really works well on our platform. And, and when you're talking about the volume of leads coming in the door, uh, that's where you really have to have processes and systems in place. And, and that's where Boomtown integrates into that system and allows you to, to, to handle that kind of volume on a monthly basis.
1: Well, you know, yesterday we did a conversation, we had a radio show Julie and I presented where we were talking about uh, essentially, you know, coaching agents and how to choose the, perfect real estate broker. And I should have had another point. We should have had point 11. So guys, we're editing yesterday's show. And here's another uh, thing to (laughs) consider when choosing your perfect real estate broker or real estate brokers. If you're looking for retention, uh, let alone recruiting tools, offering something like this, where you're able to provide leads, that is a great idea. So agents look for brokers that might offer it and brokers maybe consider offering it. You know, it's funny. uh, Well, Rivers, I don't know if you've seen this, but you know, Julie and I live in Austin. So maybe we're a little bit Spoiled here with all the different small real estate brokerages. but here it is the center mm-hmm. of the universe for Keller Williams. They're based here. and yep. there's more independent brokerages here than I can I think there are as in any other geographic area that we've certainly le- ever lived, spoken in traveled to. They're just freaking everywhere. You see all these little mom and pops. and uh, so those of you guys who are you know having these small brokerages, I really think this would be something you definitely want to consider. Again, it is a big financial commitment, but if you've got existing agents, um, you know, maybe you have them all chip in to help pay for it. Maybe it becomes part of their monthly Yeah, absolutely. Use.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a, and, there's and, a ton and, of different and, ways to do it.
2: Yeah, There's a ton of different ways to get, you know, get the agents to buy in. Then they've got some skin in the game. They're going to use the system. Um, and then, yep. you know, you can also leverage a, a mortgage professional, you know, a lending partner to, to help offset some of the costs. So there are definitely ways to, to make it work. Um, you know, like I said, it's just knowing the commitment up front and being and sticking with it.
1: And remember, always pay your coaching bill before you pay Boomtown.
2: <laughs> and having a great coach,
1: absolutely. There you, there you go. All right, so listen, let's talk about – we normally take a commercial, but I'm having fun, and hopefully you are too. So let's just take um, – let's talk about your best practices. Now, uh, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm not going to uh, help you out here, but I do know a lot of my – again, my personal coaching clients that have been using you guys for a long time, um, and I know what they do. So you tell me from your perspective, talking with agents you know, seeing your users, actual activity online, the agents mm-hmm. that are just hitting it out of the park, like, oh my God, the, the ones that are making, doing so well with it, rivers, you actually mm-hmm. think about quitting your job, getting a real estate <laughs> licensing and doing what they're doing, that kind of success. So who do you have? Like, yeah. give us some examples. Um. Uh, well, uh, yeah,
2: I've, I've said many times I'm on the wrong side of this business sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, well, depending you know, on the for, sale price, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Um, you know, I, I'll say this, and, and I, I I do focus mostly on the lead generation and traffic generation side, but I, I also served as a, as a director of client services here for two years, so I'm fairly intimate with that side as well. But, you know, ultimately, if you look at the whole process, it's, it's knowing, let's say they've got a, uh, you've you've got a five person team and it's knowing how many leads are going to be optimal for that team to work. So anywhere from maybe 30 to 50 leads a month per agent. So, you know, something like that, where you're going to need at least 200, 250 leads coming in the door. So having, it's, it's coming in with a business plan and understanding those goals first and foremost, what you're working towards three, six, nine, 12 months, Um, knowing that you're not going to get a ton of business necessarily right out of the gate with those first 90 days and understanding, be able to plan for that. So actually having a business plan in place first, knowing how much budget you're going to need to allocate to marketing. uh, And we can work with you obviously on that to say, you're going to need X percent in in paid search. You're going to need to be doing this type of Craigslist posting, et cetera, to make sure you're feeding the agents enough leads to get through any of the bogus ones that come in the door and to get through the ones that are two years out and really, you know, that kind of scenario. Um, And then it, so, so it's, it's coming to the table with that. And then secondly, as a broker or as a team leader, which are really our clients, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones that are holding their agents accountable. And so if you can't hold an agent accountable to answer the phone in a timely fashion, to respond to somebody in a timely fashion, um, it's not going to work, no matter what, whether
1: you're using Excel or whether you're using Boomtown.
2: Um, well, so well we, we let me jump,
1: let me jump let me jump in there, Rivers. I'm going to support what you're saying and also point this out because I have had coaching clients that have hired us to be their coaches that have had you guys prior to working with us, and that's the mistake that they were making every single time. They basically had um, a, a bunch of lone ranger type agents working for them as buyers agents. We're not holding any of them accountable. We're basically piling on leads and not really tracking who was converting and who wasn't converting and all that. And that's yep. not running a business, basically. That's just essentially, no. I don't even know what that is. It, it's a recipe for going broke, honestly. So it listen is. It's to hurting, hurting cash. Pre- <laughs> yeah, well, it is. And, you know, that's. I don't want to get on my you know, team soapbox, but a lot <laughs> of agents, most agents I would go as far as to say, shouldn't have teams because of the fact that it's not going to lead to them actually making more net revenue themselves. But that's a totally different radio show, and I won't pull you down <laughs> that rabbit hole with me. So back, back to your... Back to your uh, what you were saying. Sorry.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, so I think, and we provide accountability dashboards in our system, which you've probably seen that shows when agents are logging in and what their response times are. And so it's being and having the guts to stand up and say, "I paid for these leads for you. I have gave you this system. You're working on my team. You're not pulling your your share of the weight." Um, so some people just can't do it, and and maybe that's you know that's okay. But um, you know, so what we find is when so you know, when we let's say you've got, like I said, a couple hundred, maybe 500, 1,000 leads coming in the door on a monthly basis, at that point we see that the people that kind of move into that ISA or kind of more division of labor model, um, dealing with internet leads, the volume can be can be a little overwhelming at times. And so having a few people that are managing the inflow, the first ones coming in the door, that kind of customer care specialist ISA, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so that your 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 buyers agents and and your your listing agents and those they're, they're focusing on what they do best is which is working with with you know hot leads getting people in the car and showing homes and and negotiating and they're not having to deal with that initial follow up and some of that stuff. Uh, if you take that off of their plate, we find that the production can go go up quite a bit. And so it's just about saying all right, and it's kind of like you said it's like you bring on your assistant, and then the next step would be bringing in you know, a buyer's agent, whatever that model looks like for, for growing that from a single agent all the way up to a team, potentially, you know, we have clients that have, are very segmented in the sense they've got showing specialists that just drive people around. They've got people that just focus on the contract part and people that just answer the phones. And so that works exceptionally well. Um, you know, that kind of desk duty model also can work very well if you've got good agents, you know, so they're on, they, they've got two days a week where they get all the leads. Um, So if you've got great agents that can hold themselves accountable and can, you know, are are open to being coaching, coached and learning the system, uh, that model can work very well, too. So um, a lot of times what we found is is that kind of round robin model, you have one or two bad agents can mess up the whole thing. And so, um, you know, we really like I said, are are seeing the clients move more into that um, that team kind of ISA type of model.
1: And you guys could hypothetically do uh, use Boomtown. You know, I was just thinking while you were talking, uh, the fallacy of the team model is the whole accountability aspect, and that they're independent contractors that are working for you as buyers agents mostly, and they don't want to be held accountable. That's the whole reason they became realtors in the first place. They didn't want to feel like they had jobs. Mm-hmm. But you know, it would be interesting if you were in an office and you were in there with like three or four really strong agents. Uh, that did have the capacity to handle large volume, that maybe they get together and form an informal team where they sort of start sharing the, the leads that come from it. There are, there could all be sure. you know, tons of different ways to do this. It doesn't have to be a traditional team model where the rainmaker takes on all the risk. Do you, ma- do you no, mind if I yeah. ask you some, some drill-down questions about lead quality and all that stuff? Because you know that's like the hot topic, right? It always will be. Uh, yeah, I'll do my best. Okay, good. I won't ask you too many zingers. So, of like... um. I've read and studied and done all this, you know, for the sake of uh, this radio show, different stuff that basically talks about the fact that um, when you get an Internet lead especially, uh, they either buy uh, on basic initial contact, engage with you, or they pretty much never do. And I know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of controversy, especially for anyone that follows uh, the ethos of a drip system, that that's not the way it actually is. But anecdotally, I've seen from coaching clients, but that is the way it is. That if you just basically focus all your best energies, obviously, on getting that to that lead immediately, like in you know furiously fast lead follow-up is what we call it, and then mm-hmm. you essentially ask some questions that are going to basically you know draw out whether or not they're motivated, what their level of motivation is, whether they have a house to sell, all those types of pre-call questions. Yep. Those yep. And, and you know. If those people don't either make an appointment with you then, or maybe after one or two follow-up calls, generally speaking, putting them in a drip email system, the quality of that lead, uh, uh, you know, drops immensely after every day, let mm-hmm. alone month. Do you have anything to counter that, or do you have an, a you, guys, um, you must watch watch this like a hawk?
2: Oh yeah, we do. Um, you're you're right. You're 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 right on when it comes to the the quick follow-up. Um, all of that is is spot on. The, the the thing we do see is that a good drip can work well on bringing people, as I say, back from the dead. A lot of times, what you have is you get. I mean, like I said, we're dealing with a volume, internet volume, and and I'm in charge of delivering volume. Uh, so you are weeding through a lot of people that are are maybe working with somebody else, just want to use the website, or two or three years out, um, you know, or Donald Duck or whatever, you know. So. Uh, what we find is that a lot of people will just move on after, you know, if they have a process like a 10 days of pain or something like that, they'll move on after that pro- after that 10 days and just forget about that lead. Uh, but what we see is we have the capability, like I was saying, our algorithm, see those leads still coming back and using the website. So th- they're favoriting properties. They're interacting with the website. They're just not necessarily interacting with you. So maybe they're not ready. And so what we found is that we will take somebody's database um, and 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 set up you know some some custom drips potentially that we've written and then we'll also maybe create a custom audience on Facebook and we'll hit them with some marketing and we found that we can bring 10 20 30% of these people back from say like a trash category and so kind of like trash to treasure is what we've been calling it is in some of the testing that they may come back just to say, hey, I really appreciate it. I'm still getting your listing alerts every week. Um, I'm just still not ready, but thanks for reaching out. It's like, okay, hey, we've got contact again. Um, and then we've also got some others that are like, I actually went ahead and purchased with somebody else, but I'm actually looking to sell now. Would you guys be interested in selling my home? Kind of like, so we've we, we found that you you can generate a lot of business from that database. And when you've been doing, you know, uh, you know, aggressive online lead gen for, for a couple of years, your database just from your internet leads could be you know ten thousand strong. There's always opportunity in there, and so I always try to tell clients, you know, don't always just focus on new lead generation. Yes, it's important. You need to be filling up the front end of the pipeline, but let's make sure that you're not forgetting about what exists. You know, it's always easier to
1: to to get keep a client than to earn a new one. So, um, you know, but if if you have if you have one phone call to make, agents. And I don't think Rivers will – I think he'll agree with me. And if not, please don't agree with me. Argue with me. These radio shows are always <laughs> fun. We have some controversy. Uh, but if you okay. have one phone call to make, you're about to get on a plane, or you're on the plane, they're telling you to turn your cell phones off, and one is to an old lead and one is to a new lead, call the new lead first. You Can argue with that one? <sighs> if it's a, you an are. Old, Good. Uh,
2: if, if it's an old <laughs> lead, I would say you're right. If it's an old uh, – a past client potentially – I would say oh, maybe well, then, call the past yeah, you're,
1: client. You're reshuffling the deck now. I'm not going to argue with you on that point. <laughs> all right, so, so yeah, if um, it's a new lead, call the new lead. Um, your the feedback from your users. Again, a lot of top producers use you guys. The mm-hmm. if a hundred leads come in, right? What percent mm-hmm. of those leads? And again, this is such, this is kind of a crappy question because it really does depend yeah. on so many variables that you guys can't control. But if a hundred mm-hmm. your 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 top users, right? Your top one percent of all your users. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a hundred leads. How many of those, generally, they, can they convert into a transaction, say, sixty days or less?
2: Um, our top producers should be converting at about five percent. If not, we have some at okay. seven, eight, nine percent.
1: So that goes. So the, the the reason I ask that question is because a lot of folks are uh, confused about the quality of an internet lead, and um, mm-hmm. it's what's proven is if you can get the phone number and you can call them right away. And, you know, Rivers, help me drill down on that. I like to do this on this radio show to remind them. H- again, best practices. What have you seen the most effective, like how long is too long to call a fresh lead when it shows up in uh, one of these agents' pipelines?
2: Mm. I think after 48 hours, it's kind of
1: gone. Um, yeah, I don't five minutes or less I, is I, like – yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah,
2: I, I personally don't love the five minutes or less, but it does work. So I'm a little bit more like kind of the inbound uh, mentality of give them a little bit more room to breathe. But, um, you know, they're the five minutes or less works. There's no way around it. The data shows it. Uh, But, you know, getting in touch with them in the first couple of hours usually is still still effective. It's like after that first day, it just drops off a cliff.
1: Is it possible that the same lead would be in two of your uh, subscribers databases?
2: Yep, absolutely. And in probably 10 other people's databases.
1: Right. You know, if you think about it, they're they're not just
2: looking at our website. You know, they're looking at Truly Realtor. They're everything.
1: Well, okay, so you're helping me make my point about the quality of new lead versus an old lead. If you guys get to those new leads, because what he just said is so true, and you guys know this, especially those of you who've been buying buyer leads for a long time from the big portals, uh, you're buying that lead from, you know, pick your company, and that same lead is also. You know, I've heard so many times from, especially new coaching clients who are just starting with us, where they're buying leads from, you know, the big three, and they're getting, they're paying for the same lead three different times. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's something I really started seeing about two years ago. You know, and that oversaturation yeah. issue, that's not going to get any better. That's going to get worse. Or do you agree with that or no? You're right. I I agree. Um, you know, but
2: this year has been better. There's a lot more demand out there in the marketplace, mm-hmm. but you know, more demand means that people are selling more property, which means they're putting more marketing dollars into the system, which means that they're going to be in front of a lot of the same people. So there's no way around it. Um, I, you know, I say you, you work the lead the best that you can. And, and once it's in the system, it's kind of every man for himself at that point, work it and, and earn it and get that, get that client.
1: Do you guys have any sort of uh future facing forecasts, based on what you're seeing as far as new leads coming into the system. Do you see any trends upwards, downwards or any predictions for next year? Do you guys do that? Um,
2: we don't necessarily formally, but I mean, I, I can tell you right now things are a little, little quiet, but that's season uh, day after Christmas, that activity kicks back in uh, January kicks back in, you know, in earnest. Uh, but you know, our clients in, in the South and in the warmer areas, this is a really hot time for them. Um, but you know, I think the bottom line is is Facebook's not going away. Um, mobile is clearly not going away. Um, you know, search is is the the kind of like standby. Uh, but if you're not using, uh, I would say from a lead gen perspective, I would say more from a digital marketing perspective. If if you're not if you don't have a website that is ca- at least somewhat comparable to Zillow, Trulia, Realtor. dot com, and user experience, you're probably going to lose because. People just don't have the time for a subpar digital experience, and especially on a mobile device. Uh, so even if you don't have an app, if you've got a nice, responsive web you know website, um, if you don't, they're going to. There's just too many other options. So you really need to be thinking forward. Um, you're already behind the game if you're not mobile yet. So I would say that's really where it's at: is that user experience, regardless of how you're acquiring that
1: traffic. River said this several times, guys, and it's really worth noting. It, the websites that you guys have, whether it's through Boomtown or wherever else, has to be responsive. If you don't know what that means, just go to Google and put in the keywords WordPress responsive real estate uh, themes. Just put in those keywords, and you'll read all about it. Um, we see, on our for- forecasting, a pivot towards companies trying to get into the seller leads uh, business, right? Right now, there's... Mm-hmm. I don't even sure. – someone told someone told us during a radio show like a month ago that he thinks there's over 200 companies now selling buyer leads to agents in one form or another. Um, do you mm-hmm. think there's going to be a trend towards uh, paid seller lead generation?
2: Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's already happening. We're, we're doing it heavily as well. It's the home valve, what's my home type of play. I mean, you've got a ton of people in that space right now. So it's figuring out how to – uh, it's it's a totally different play than buyers because buyers are just capturing demand. There's a lot of demand from from a buyers. It's explicit, um, but with sellers, it's it's there's not a lot of people going to Google and typing in how what's my home worth? You know, home valuation calculator. You know that they, they kind of automatically would go to Zillow or something for for something like that. And so getting in front of them and capturing that it's kind of latent demand. It's like under the surface and and or or peaking that demand is is what's uh, the challenge there. And so. I think that's definitely a big, big piece of what's going to be happening next year. Um, there's a lot of markets with tight inventory, uh, you know, so it, it's definitely happening. We have clients asking for, for or, or allocating more budgets towards, um, you know, seller demand gen and, and listing demand
1: gen um,
2: already. So I well, think that's definitely the million, a big piece of next year.
1: Of the millions of leads you guys generate per year for your users, your subscribers, mm-hmm. I I mean, there has to be – a at least uh, of those buyer leads that are also having houses to sell. If the agents were just to do some good follow-up and ask, you know, we always, I'll I'll share with our, I'll share with our listeners this real quick script because every time I do this, people like send me emails and thank me, but it's so basic. You know, you call them back, hey, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when someone requests – I'm going to kind of pivot so it's more like for Boomtown. When someone requests information about a home for sale, we like them a quick call back to answer any other questions they might have about that home. And then the buyer will ask more, you know, is it available, price, whatever. And then you say, well, you know, let me check to make sure that one's still available and see if I can find other properties that might be of interest to you. By the way, which home in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? So opposed to getting opposed to getting. Now that's copyright, so I don't want that showing up on a Boomtown website. We're presenting it now. When when we uh, when you ask the question at the top of the call, listeners, that's going to put you in a position where they're not going to be a, 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 expecting the, the the you know the question to be asked, and you are going to get a lot more seller leads that way. So ask that before you get into the bonding questions, and before you try to, you know, tell them you have a golden retriever, and oh so do you, all those types of things. Have that happen after you've vetted whether they're sellers, because there is no way that for every, you know, it's all, you know, price range dependent and market dependent. But I would venture a guess that all the, you know, Boomtown users out there, you guys are missing out on a massive number of seller leads if you were just to ask that question in the right time at the right, you know, moment. Um, and yeah. then get ready to you know start stacking listing appointments. That's what we have all of our Boomtown subscribers using, and that is the feedback that they've given us. So, there you go.
2: Yeah, I think that's
1: I think that's spot on. I think
2: also, and I tell clients this all the time is like this, there are sellers in your database just waiting to list their home, you know. And so it's like you don't have to go out and find a bunch of new leads. A lot of like you were saying, the majority of the, of the database that's sitting there waiting for you to to be to mine it. Those are the ones that are look they're gonna have to sell something, a good majority of them. So um, that's the other piece that when clients kinda like, no, no, I just need new leads, I'm like, Well, why don't we talk about some some database marketing tactics, some emails, some some Facebook custom audiences, things like that that are gonna hit the leads you already have. That there's a gold mine sitting there. You know, I think that's what people forget about with, with internet leads.
1: And call them back quickly, guys. Call them back instantly. You know, furiously fast lead follow up. You know, Rivers and I can debate on another radio show about, you know, whether it's twenty four hours or forty eight <laughs> hours right away. But we'll just for the sake of the fact that this is our coaching, this is our radio show, and Rivers is a guest. We're just going to all agree that five minutes or less is the right way to do it. Absolutely, <laughs> Great, Rivers, no, I'll no, give you no. that. There yeah. you go. There you I go. Being polite. Agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's that. So make sure you're calling everyone back immediately. Um, and then make sure you're using a script and you're having a very predictable conversation. And if you are delegating these leads, you got to make sure they're following a script and they're vetting out the, uh, you know, pulling out the seller leads. And if you have independent agents, if you have uh, wh- however you're going to run it, give them a form. Make it a web form. Make it an app. doesn't matter. Make it so that they have to fill out the answers to the questions um, so that you know the questions are being asked in the right order. A lot of agents for some unknown reason are afraid to have conversations with uh owners or with uh you know consumers about selling a home. You know, it's something that intimidates them if they don't have experience being listing agents. So, if you guys are spending thousands of dollars generating leads for agents that work for you in your brokerage or as part of your team, you know, you sure as heck have to be holding them to a minimum standard so you're getting your dollars worth. Any questions I shouldn't ask should have asked you. I said shouldn't have asked you. Are there any questions I should have <laughs> asked you today? Rivers, that I, that I didn't?
2: Uh, no, no, I think, I think you're spot on, man. I, like I said, when it comes from a marketing perspective, I think um, my main piece of advice in, in looking at next year is don't go chasing the shiny objects. That's every year. And, and the other side, yep. if, you're, if, you, if you're not committed to really a, a full inbound organic SEO strategy um, and really knowing what that takes, Put your money into paid search or into Facebook, into paid direct lead generation, because you will not be satisfied with the amount of leads coming through the door for the first year, probably, of, a, of an organic or inbound type of strategy. And I've seen it happen time and time again. It's just, it's not old school SEO anymore. You can't just fire some links at something and get some website traffic. It takes real marketing now. And the idea of free internet leads and free social media is dead. You've really got to pay to play. Whether that's time and energy or actual real dollars and cents.
1: Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I was gonna wrap, but you just said something, and I have to. It's perfect. Uh, my high-end uh, coaching clients, um, you know, the people selling hundreds of houses per year, who spent God knows how much on SEO over the years. And, pan, you know, all this you know, Panda 2.0, it's this nice, <laughs> cute, fuzzy bear that wants your website to drop off the face of the earth. I mean, that's really what it is. <laughs> so what, I, what yeah. I've told all of our users to do is give up on SEO, basically, and just go towards paid, uh, you know, paid lead generation. Because the amount of money you're going to waste on trying to get your website perfect just to have Google reshuffle the deck in six months, uh, yeah. it just isn't worth it anymore. And you, you can do really effective pay-per-click stuff and come out ahead. Um, And have more, I mean, almost more predictable results, assuming. But you know what, though? It's easier said than done, right? I'm sure you guys have spent, uh, you know, the ads that you run on Facebook, you guys are Mm -hmm. obviously honing your ability to write really good copy. You know, there's a lot to it. There's not just putting up an ad, there's putting up an ad that actually elicits a response, and that's not easy to do. So, no, you know, and I'll say this:
2: it, when it comes to know. when it comes to Facebook advertising, so not promoted posts through your page, but real Facebook advertising. When it comes to paid search, that's, those are real kind of like what I say, big boy businesses. Now, you don't want to try to do that on your own. I, I say leave that to a professional. Hire somebody that knows what they're doing. That's a way to to waste a ton of money. Now, when it comes and to time. writing content and doing yeah and time and learning, I, this is why I have a I have a full time staff of. Fifteen people that just do paid advertising. This is a real business, you know, and and that's I think it's a misconception that oh I can do adwords. Well, yeah, you can probably, but I can get you ten leads for a hundred bucks, and you might get one kind of thing. And so that's the the attitude I think that some of the people in the space, you know, the agent community at large. I, I, I want to get try to get that message out there, uh, but. What they can control is if you do want to write blog posts, if you do want to be active in social media, that that is something that probably should be more personal. Um, But again, expectations about what you're getting out of it also need to be set accordingly, um, that they are effective and they are good. And and the thing, you know, a, a platform like Boomtown, it's SEO friendly out of the box. So if you use it and you're doing great things in the real world and you're and you're getting links from social media, if you're getting links from charitable organizations and things you're working with, if you're doing speaking events and, and things like that, and if you are blogging, you will eventually get organic traction. But that's not because you're doing SEO tactics. It's because you're doing real things in the real world and growing a real business. Real businesses and real brands are the ones that win in search now. So that's kind of the misconception, I think, is that that's really what Google is doing, is saying just go be real, have a good, SEO friendly, responsive, fast website with a good user
1: experience,
2: and you will get traction. That's it, you know?
1: Right. And I, and I'm, and what's what you, you know, the interesting thing too is, guys, is like everything he just said uh, it, the citation sites, right? Citation site would be like any place you put a profile. You know, basic stuff. Make sure the information is always the same. Make sure your description's yeah. the same. Make sure your phone numbers are the same. And, yeah, yeah, have a personal relationship as much as you choose to. Please keep in mind the realty, uh, Realtor Safety Pledge that we did a radio show on, you know, not so long ago. But realistic conversations with your, uh, you know, whatnots. That way when someone does do a search... On you specifically, they're going to come up and see that you're engaged on different, you know, social networks or you know, citation sites. Really, is what the, kind of the industry term for them is. And then as far yes. as the lead generation stuff, that almost needs to be seen as a a separate, um, almost like a separate entity. Whereas before, yes. you really could they treat them as the same. But you know, really, at the end of the day, guys, uh, the whole idea that you can game Google uh, maybe before now, not a chance. So. No, um, if no, you're I'm going sure. to bench your debt, yeah, you you can't. I mean, and they're just making the funny thing is they do these algorithm changes, and then they'll come out and say, oh, by the way, six months from now we changed some things in case you haven't figured it out yet. I mean, yeah. so, so it's not like <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, hey man, I I enjoyed. It. I I liked having you on. It was it was great. I I learned I learned some stuff, and I know our listeners did too. So, guys, um, there you go. You've been requesting that I interview someone from Boomtown. I I just did, Mr. Rivers Pierce, which, by the way, what a cool name. What's the history on that? (laughs) Thank you. Um, it is a family name. My great grandmother's maiden name
2: was Rivers and so I uh I got stuck with it and I hated it until I got a little older and realized that it was kind of different and
1: cool. So
2: yeah they, they were not hippies. Great, thank you. So
1: Yeah, not hippies. Uh, I oh I see you throw that no. there. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> not <hippies laughs> in my family. So well I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Um this has been great chatting with you. I feel like I could talk all day about this stuff. So um, me too. Me too. Yeah, we'll we'll have yeah. you
1: back. I mean, if you're up for it, I'll have our producer contact you, and we can maybe have you back on a regular basis. These are the types of conversations. Sure. uh You you know the agents need to be hearing because you you said something, and I, and maybe another radio show, but you said be wary of the shiny you know silver objects or shiny objects that pop up every yeah. spring. Yeah. And and it, you, well, actually, I'm going to ask you to elaborate on that just slightly in your own words because that's another one of my soapboxes. That is something. Uh-huh that every agent is tempted by, and your users, I'm sure, are tempted by it. Let them know what you mean by that.
2: Um, Let me think of an example. Um, All right, so case in point, Uh, the term remarketing. Are you familiar with the term remarketing?
1: Yeah, retargeting. Well, they're Um, not, though, so tell
2: uh, us. Okay, so remarketing. Somebody comes to your website, and they they land there, and then when they go somewhere else, you show them an ad. Like uh, if you go to Amazon or Zappos and you look at something – and then you're on Facebook or you're on another website and all of a sudden oh my gosh how did they know that 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 pair of shoes is following me around the internet so i'm sure people have seen this time and time again and what happens is you've got a lot of vendors out there that are that are saying remarketing is the, is the new thing you got to do remarketing you got to do remarketing and remarketing is great when it's when it's in the right place in your larger digital strategy so remarketing works with paid search and social by driving with search, you're driving them into a certain page. When they don't execute the goal or the desired action you're trying to get them to do, then you remarket back to them. And so remarketing doesn't exist in a vacuum. And I think what's happening is a lot of uh, vendors are going after agents saying, well, we got to do remarketing. But remarketing doesn't return, really. It's it's more of a, a reinforcement of your brand in front of someone. It's, it's trying to get uh, some of those people that have already interacted with your website or with your brand uh, to come back and, and perform some sort of action, whatever that goal is. And so it's things like that when I have clients who are like, we got to do remarketing. Like, All right, well, you're not even doing any other paid media. So before you go there, that's a real high in the funnel, kind of middle of the funnel marketing tactic. You need leads. And so what we need to be doing is paid search. So it's things like that, you know, that it, it's it's setting expectations right that, it's not the agent or real estate professional's job to understand the the ins and outs and the nuances of, of digital marketing that's my job and what happens is you get a lot of people and especially in the seo space and the seo vendor space that are a little bit predatory and, and prey on that lack of industry or lack of digital marketing knowledge and so you that's an easy way to spend a lot of money and not see any return and so i just always want people you know to 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 counsel them to say you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it definitely is. It always is in digital marketing. Um, And knowing that really your tried and true tactics are going to be paid search. um, It's bottom of the funnel. It's demand capture. And, and the other side, you know, Facebook now is is definitely hot. Um, It's not, it's still kind of evolving. Uh, The platform itself is, but um, you know, those are the two channels you should be focusing on and email and the telephone, you know, it's like beyond that, don't expect lead gen. Don't expect lead gen out of display marketing. Don't display, expect lead gen necessarily out of remarketing uh, or just pure social media. Those are different types of tactics that are once you've gone down the road, you've got a healthy business, you're looking to grow your business, you're looking to recruit, gain market share. That's where you need to get into some of these higher funnel digital activities. And, and I think that's kind of what, what, is, what happens with a lot of these new things that come out. They're just not focused on what, what really is going to matter to the agent you know, from a lead generation perspective.
1: Well, it's because they don't have enough information and they're sold into the product or whatnot out of Mm -hmm. fear, right? And oftentimes it's, well, if you don't buy it, we're going to sell it to the agent, you know, that you're sharing the cubicle with. So, I mean, (laughs) you you guys have, you you really have to understand what the whole comings and goings of whatever it is you're buying. It's like Warren Buffett, you know, when he's he's talking about, they're asking, you know, Warren, do you invest in this industry or that industry? And he says he won't invest in an industry that, you know, he doesn't understand. And let's assume Warren Mm. Buffett's pretty damn smart. So when he's not making an investment into something, maybe that's something that you shouldn't be investing in as well. You know, So when you are getting those uh, inevitable and – and, man, in the spring, it's going to be incredible. You guys, mm-hmm. everybody listening, you guys should be putting yourselves on the do not call list because you're going to be getting <laughs> so many solicitations from every single you know, company. Well, again, these guys, these companies, Rivers, they call us, they email us mostly, and they're wanting to be on the radio show. And then you know, we check them out, and we do some research on them, and we find out a lot of times they're selling these fear-type products that really serve yep. no purpose other than getting the realtor to reach for their credit card, you know. And mm-hmm. we don't. I, it's one thing for me, you know. I'm not gonna, vet, I'm not gonna publicly out these companies, but I am gonna give you guys the tools, hopefully, on this radio show to educate yourselves on making smart decisions. Boomtown is a smart decision. I can't really say it more than that. And why am I saying that? Because I've heard it from dozens of our own personal coaching clients. They love the service. So if you're at that level where you can make a big financial commitment, and for a lot of you, you're not. So let's just be real. It's something you can look forward to. But if you are, you know, there's going to be a link. And uh, Rivers, please give us the link so we can put it in the uh, show description. There's going to be a link that you guys can jump on and check it out and see what they have to offer for you. And hopefully Rivers Absolutely. will give you some sort of uh, exclusive offer in the link. See so, yeah, I'm putting all this pressure on you? <laughs> absolutely
2: we, we definitely will uh, i will get some okay. out um, i'll get some out to you guys today so. all
1: right cool and we'll, and we'll follow up so listeners thank you very yeah. much for listening in hey rivers this might have gone down as my longest radio show this whole year so we had fun all right well i
2: appreciate it I, like i <laughs> said this has
1: been really good
2: let me know if you need anything i'll send you a link uh, feel free to contact me directly if needed um, and hopefully we can do this again
1: Cool, man. Have a great weekend. And uh, hey, listeners, as always, Merry Christmas. Your homework from this radio show, along with all the hundreds of others that we've done, is make sure you're sharing the link with as uh, as many of your fellow realtors as you possibly can. Help us get the word out that we're in a new real estate boom. And frankly, there's never been a better time and probably never will be a better time for you to get into action helping others and making a ton of money. So on behalf of Julie and myself, we'll talk with you
0: on the radio tomorrow. Thank you, Rivers.